It began over 5,000 years ago when civilization was young. Every major culture, Egypt, Greece, Rome, India, Japan, studied it, practiced it, perfected it to a fine art. They admired its Olympian demands, strength, speed, agility, skill, grace, and courage. They did it to honor their gods, they did it to honor their kings, they did it to train their soldiers, they did it to compete, and they did it for fun. It has come down through the ages to us today. It is Coliseum Corner, the wrestling podcast where each and every Coliseum home video is reviewed. From the personalities and specialties to the best of the WWF and even the Collector Series. If you're looking for reviews of WrestleMania, Survivor Series, Royal Rumbles, and SummerSlams, then look somewhere else because this is a trip down memory lane of your favorite videos. We review the good, the bad, and even sometimes the awful. Join Bill as he takes us down a memory lane adventure the likes of which no podcast has ever gone before. So sit back, relax, and listen to this fantastic podcast that we call Coliseum Corner. And here is Bill to start the show right now. Hi, I'm Billy Yankovia, and welcome to Coliseum Corner, the wrestling podcast that takes a look at your favorite Coliseum home videos. This edition here, we go back into the personality series, and... You know, when you talk about personalities, this individual, if you, if you looked up in the dictionary, the word personality, this gentleman's face would more than likely be in the dictionary. I am, of course, talking about Rowdy Roddy Piper. Today, going to be reviewing Rowdy Roddy Piper's Greatest Hits. So the videotape is hosted by Gene Okerlund, and what's very interesting right off the bat is this is the first Coliseum video that Gene Okerlund hosts. Because if you think about it, if you go back to the first series, Gorilla Monsoon hosted the Bloopers, Bleeps, and Body Slams tape, Vince McMahon hosted Hulkamania and Best of the WWF Volume 1, and in Volume 2 you had... Jesse Ventura doing Most Unusual Matches, Lord Alfred Hayes doing Andre the Giant, and Gorilla Monsoon doing Best of the WWF Volume 2, and in the last episode, WWF's Biggest, Smallest, Strangest, Strongest, Jesse the Body Ventura hosted that videotape. So right off the bat, Vince McMahon, Gorilla Monsoon, and Jesse Ventura have hosted more Coliseum videos at this point in time than Mean Gene Okerlund did. Now, the introduction to this video, I, I have to say, I really like it because it really shows Gene Okerlund can be both a serious reporter and a little bit of an antagonist because he get you know, he talks about how he, you know, is going to do the video on Roddy Piper. So he talks about how Andre the Giant's tape was simply called Andre the Giant. Hulk Hogan's tape was called Hulkamania. And he's like, get this. Roddy Piper called this Rowdy Roddy Piper's greatest hits. So he goes into a bit of, you know, dialogue explaining how 
despite all the shenanigans that Piper does. He is a tremendous wrestler. He is a fantastic athlete. But he just doesn't like what Roddy Piper does in and out of the ring. And we get to see that in this videotape. Now, one of the things that we do get is Piper's pit. And we do get a good amount of Piper's pits on this videotape. So the first one we get, and we get one right off the bat, is with Andre the Giant. So Piper, you know, he makes fun of Andre because he's like, uh, can you hear me? Is your brain working? So Andre gets mad at him at the end, and we get one of the great lines that I think we should all use in life from Roddy Roddy Piper, which is, you do not throw rocks at a man who's got a machine gun. Remember that line, folks, for the rest of your life. So now we go to a tag team match. Now, Roddy Piper, this is a strange point in time because we're in March of 1984. Roddy Piper is originally brought in as a manager in the World Wrestling Federation. So he is teaming up with one of his men, Dr. D. David Schultz, and they're going to take on what you could call it a dream team, Andre the Giant and Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Now, this is interesting, like I said, because Piper, at this time, he's still a manager you know, he's not really a full active wrestler at this point in time. So he's got a little bit of a stable, and David Schultz is among one of his clients, you could say. So the opening, Piper wants to start the match with Andre, and then he takes a look, takes a look and then he's like, eh, you know what, David, why don't you start the match? So David Schultz starts the match with Andre, and Andre just beats up on David. Uh, Snuka gets in for a little bit, beats up on... Schultz, and then Andre just keeps going to work once he gets back in the ring. Then we get a very crucial moment in this match. The referee is distracted because Snuka and Schultz are fighting. Piper has a pair of, it looks like brass knucks, and he hits Andre over the head with him, and it takes the big guy down, and he and Schultz, they double-team Andre, and it is to the point where Andre is bleeding. He is bleeding over the head. So at this point, and this is today's wrestling, I don't think this would be done. They stop the match to get Andre out of the ring and take him back for medical help. I don't think this would happen in today's wrestling. I really don't. So now, Snuka has to fight this match alone. It's two against one. So Piper is in the ring with Snuka, and it looks like early on for a while, Snuka is going to take advantage of this. He's going to beat this team. But the numbers game eventually catch up to Snuka, and Piper and Schultz have their way with the Superfly. And it gets to the point, again, where you get a lot of action. The referee can't really quite contain it. It becomes a two-on-one affair with Piper and Schultz beating up on Snuka. When all of a sudden, here comes Andre the Giant coming back to the ring with one of the worst bandage jobs you will ever see in your life. He is a combination of Frankenstein's monster mixed with the mummy, mixed with a drunk guy. It's a complete mixture. It is unbelievably funny how he looks. 
But he goes back in the ring. He beats up on Piper. He beats up on Schultz. And the referee calls for the bell. So it's like, okay, well, what's the decision here? What is the decision going to be for this match? And the referee decides that Roddy Piper and David Schultz win by way of a disqualification. Ooh, not a very popular opinion. Not a very popular decision whatsoever by the referee. And even Gorilla Monsoon and Pat Patterson were wondering, you know, why did they get disqualified? Why did Andre and Jimmy get disqualified in this match? So now we go to another Piper's pin, and this one is one of the more famous Piper's Pits. Probably not the most famous, but it's one of the more famous Piper's Pits. It is with Frank Williams. The story of Frank Williams, he's basically, he's a jobber. Let's just put it, you know, nicely. He's a jobber. So, Piper interviews Frank Williams. And he's like, where are you from? I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Have you lost a match? Yes, I've lost plenty of matches. Oh, I've never lost a match at Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> so this just goes on and on. And it seems like Williams is getting upset with Piper because he's making fun of him and also bragging. And then Williams just grabs the mic and he's like, Look, I'm not afraid of any man. I go out there and I fight. I don't care if I win or if I lose. And then Piper starts beating up on poor Frank Williams. This poor guy, he just gets beat up tremendously. And then we get another great Piper quote, which is, just when they think they've got the answers, I change the question. I'd like to see somebody do that on the news. Do that on 60 Minutes. That'd be pretty cool. So now we talk about WrestleMania. WrestleMania, the greatest wrestling event of all time. Well, this segment actually I think holds up to this day because I don't know how many people actually remember what built up to the main event of the first Wrestlemania so we go to this clip of Roddy Roddy Piper he's on the set of the A-team and he's looking for Mr. T and he finds Mr. T so they have this conversation and Mr. T gets angry because he's like I saw what you did to my friend, City Lopo. City Lopo, my friend. She's my friend. I don't like what you did. I don't like what you stand for. And Piper talks about, you know, how the kids of America look up to people like Cindy Lauper and Mr. T. And it just, you know, makes Piper just disgusted. And this gets Mr. T riled up. And he's about ready to fight. And it takes a bunch of people to hold Mr. T back. Now we go to the war to settle the score. This was the big match that was on MTV. Roddy Roddy Piper challenging Hulk Hogan for the World Wrestling Federation title. I think, because uh, last time I saw this on YouTube, I think this was still up on YouTube. So if you, anybody want to check um, after listening to this, by all means, go right ahead. Check it out if it's still up on YouTube. So this is the war to settle the score. Roddy Roddy Piper versus Hulk Hogan. This is an interesting show. A lot happens on this night that I want to bring up real quick. One of which, Wendy Richter loses the women's title that night to Leilani Kai in Madison Square Garden with help from Fabulous Moolah, which basically sets up 
their match for WrestleMania. Then we have Jimmy Snuka against Cowboy Bob Orton. It is during this match that Bob Orton breaks his arm, his forearm, you know, this is where the cast comes in, the famous cast. This this night, this is the match where Orton breaks his forearm, breaks his arm. So we see Orton out to ringside in a sling, and he's supporting Piper. So there's a lot that leads up to this. So now, oh, we get a special ring announcer. It's Bob Costas from NBC Sports because, you know, he ha- he's not really bitter about football like he is today. Still a baseball fan, but not as bitter about football back in 1985 as he is with today. So he introduces Piper. Piper's got a Hulk Hogan shirt on, and he brings in an electric guitar, and he's like, this is what I think of rock and roll, and he just breaks the guitar in the ring, just, you know, making people mad. And then we get Hulk Hogan's intro. Now, of course, being coliseum home video they have to edit the theme because we're not gonna you know we're not gonna get eye of the tiger we're gonna get a different song for hulk hogan to come out now if you if you've never seen this i want you to pay very close attention to his entrance because part of the entrance for hulk hogan ends up getting used for the cartoon show that comes out later that year hulk hogan's rock and wrestling cartoon which i'm gonna be honest with you folks I actually like the show. I like the cartoon. I know I know people don't like it, and I know people say it's stupid, but you know what? It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I, en- I enjoy the show. So Mr. T is out in the front row, and he and Hogan, they're pumping each other up. They're getting ready to go at it. Hogan sees Piper, and right away, Hogan and Piper, they're finding each other in the ring. They're not holding back. It's fisticuffs. It's a Donnybrook. It's a Sir Pier 6 brawl. Lefts and rights from Roddy, Roddy Piper, and Hulk Hogan. Hogan takes the advantage early on in the match, but then Piper is able to come back with a kick into the midsection, and Piper starts to take advantage. This crowd is really, really hot. They're really into this match. It is a good back-and-forth match. It's getting everyone involved. The fans are into it. Uh, Cindy Lauper is still out there at ringside, along with David Wolf, her manager. Uh, Captain Lou Albano's out there at ringside. And we get to the end of the match, where the referee does get knocked down, and Piper's calling for somebody. And he calls for Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, to come out. So Orndorff comes out, and it's a double team, because Orton, you know, he's got his arm in a sling. He can't do anything at this point in time. So, you know, they're double teaming Hulk Hogan. Well, here comes Cindy Lauper. She pops right up onto the apron, you know, begging them to stop beating up on Hogan. So Piper and Orndorff, they each go onto the apron. Piper goes to Cindy's right side. And Orndorff goes goes to her left. And it looks like they're about to double-team her. It looks like it's going to be the end of Cindy Lauper. When all of a sudden, Mr. T pops out from the crowd, gets into the ring to help defend not only his friend Cindy Lauper, but also Hulk Hogan. So, Mr. T wants to fight these guys. He gets a brief advantage, but Piper and Orndorff are too much. Hogan comes back, and... 
this is absolutely crazy because everybody gets involved. The referee gets involved. Security. New York City police gets involved. It is a madhouse in that ring. They're trying to break everything up humanly possible. And it is just absolutely bonanza. Hulk Hogan is declared the winner by way of disqualification over Roddy Piper. Now we go to a very special Piper's Pit. And I mean this is very special because I don't know too many people in the, on the face of the earth who could pull off something like this today. Roddy Piper does a very special Piper's Pit. This is a Coliseum exclusive for Piper's Pit. Because he's going to do an interview with what he th or who he thinks is the greatest athlete in the entire world, Rowdy Roddy Piper. So we got Piper in a tuxedo and we got Piper in his regular outfit. And this is such a good segment. Um, it's about 10 minutes long, but it's really good. Uh, they poke fun at Hulk Hogan. They make fun of Hogan's mom. Apparently, Hogan's mom wrote Piper a letter, and she wrote it in crayon, which is a funny thing there. Um, they're just having a ball. You could tell Piper is just having an absolute blast with this. Um, I don't really think my words could do justice. You have to go out of your way to see this interview, this segment. It's done really well, and I think even to this day, it holds up. So now we go to a, a segment that Mean Gene Okerlund did where he was conducting an interview with Piper, Orndorff, and Orton as they're training for the big tag team match at WrestleMania. And they're in this gym. And here's Orton. He's standing. Orndorff and Piper, they're sitting uh, crisscross applesauce or Indian style, you know, just, just to say it. Um, and... Okerlund tries to get a word with Orndorff. Doesn't really get much. Tries to get a word with Piper. Piper's, you know, concentrating. He's getting into his mode. And when he tries to, you know, interview him, Piper is like, Shh! Like, he scares the bejesus out of Okerlund. You know, Piper's a maniac. So, you know, we keep this interview going. We see Orndorff, you know, working out, we see Piper working out, and it just gets to the point where all three of them, Orton, Orndorff, and Piper, they just, you know, they're agitated by Okerlund, they've had enough, and they kick him out of the gym, and as they kick Okerlund out of the gym, this guy comes up to see if everything is okay, and Orton starts beating up on this guy, you know, who's just trying to help Gene Okerlund, and... He, you know, he pays the price for helping poor, you know, Gene Okerlund. Poor guy. Wonder how he's doing. So now we go to uh, TNT, and we get this segment where Roddy Piper and Cowboy Bob Orton, they're visiting a doctor, because this is going to be the checkup for Bob Orton's arm. And they do this segment, they have the doctor, and, you know... The doctor tries to do a couple of reflex um, tests, and at one point, Orton flinches very quickly to where the doctor didn't even touch him. And then they go to the x-rays, and they take a look at both x-rays. 
So the original X-ray shows the break of, of the bone in Orden's arm. Then we get another X-ray, and here it looks like the arm is healed now. And Orden and Piper just don't believe it. They just don't. They don't want to believe that the arm is healed. To at which Waddy Piper starts calling the doctor a quack. That's my best duck impression. I can't really do well. So basically, the doctor says, "Hey, bud." Your arm's all right, but Piper and Orn, uh, Orden, they don't want to believe it. Now we go to what is perhaps the most famous Piper's pit of them all, and easily the most memorable one. It is with Superfly Jimmy Snookup. So this is the Piper's pit, where Piper tries to make Jimmy Snooka feel comfortable at home. He brings out some bananas. He has some coconuts. He says to Snooka, The only thing I couldn't do is bring a tree so you could climb up and down like a monkey and go flying. To At which at this point, you know, Snooka is pissed. You know, he's upset. And he's asked, you know, and Piper's like, Am I offending you? So, you know, he's like, no, I'm not offending you. And he takes the coconut, cracks it over the head of Jimmy Snuka. And then we see the beatdown by Roddy Piper onto Jimmy Snuka. And he is whipping him with the belt. I mean, he is beating him up with this belt. He is whipping the daylights out of him. And as you're watching... On the side, we get a we get a little window of Roddy Piper watching this because it's going to lead into something in a minute. So Piper is just beating on him, beating on him, beating on him, and he goes for the door. You know, he goes to the door. He leaves. He makes a comment. Snooka slowly starts to get back up, and he's livid and he's about ready to go after Piper. But the door is locked, and there are several guys who try to hold Snooka back because he is ready to destroy Roddy Piper. So from there we go to the TNT show where Piper is with Vince McMahon and Lord Alfred Hayes. This is one of the very early episodes of the TNT show. And Vince is disgusted by the actions of Roddy Piper. I mean... He's just disgusted. And Lord Alfred says that he brings no class to this show. And this starts to get, you know, this starts Piper getting riled up. So, you know, he's yelling at everyone. You know, he stands up. He goes over to McMahon. And Alfred says something. And and Piper slaps Lord Alfred Hayes across the face, which just sends Vince McMahon over the edge basically you know like get him out of here get him out of here and you know piper's doing damage at this particular point in time so now we go to a match with roddy piper and jimmy snooka however this is a very special match because the world wrestling federation has assigned a guest referee to this match and it happens to be no well none other than the legendary Lou Thez. Now this uh, this match takes place 
in St. Louis. And, you know, at this point in time, the WWF's doing shows in the Keel Auditorium, and, you know, Larry Matisic is, you know, working with Vince and the company. So this is why, we, you know, we get Luthez, because Luthez was a big part of the St. Louis territory. So we get this match. It is a fight. Luthez is a pretty laid-back referee. I'm not going to lie. He's a pretty laid-back referee. He lets them go at it. They fight on the floor. They fight in the ring. You know, they're doing everything to each other. This crowd is going crazy. This is almost like the uh, Piper Hogan match from earlier in the tape. They are just going at it. And it's just back and forth, back and forth, nonstop. And then you get to the end. Snuka is going to do the Superfly Leap onto Piper. But at the last minute, Piper pulls Luthez in front of him and Snuka catches both Thez and Piper at the same time. So Thez is out of it. Piper, seeing that Thez is out, grabs Luthez's belt and he starts whipping on Roddy Piper again. And, you know, he keeps doing it and then Snuka manages to come back. He tries to get the belt right before Piper could leave. Uh, Thez calls for the bell. Jimmy Snuka is declared the winner. Then we get an interesting Piper promo where Piper talks about how he received a letter. And this letter happens to be from one of Jimmy Snuka's kids. Talks about how Whenever they see their dad, he comes home at night, he's in pain, and Piper, you know, he reads the letter, and he spits on the paper, and he doesn't give a crap about what Snuka's kids think about it. So now we go to one more Piper's pit. We got one more Piper's pit, and this one is with the Tonga kid. So Tonga Kid is a cousin of Superfly Jimmy Snuka, and he's come basically for revenge for what uh, Piper did to Jimmy Snuka, and Piper just backs off. So now we go to the Spectrum. We go to Philadelphia for this match, Roddy Piper versus the Tonga Kid. Now Tonga Kid, I think he's like 19 or 20 at this point in time. He's a young man. And Snuka is in the corner of the Tonga Kid. Um, and we get a quick fight. It's a quick match. Um, eventually, Snuka gets involved because Piper goes to the floor and he beats up on Snuka. Snuka comes back in the ring, which is more than enough for him. And he and Tonga Kid go after Piper. Orton comes out to make the save. And... You know, they clear the ring, and the ring announcer announces that this match is a no contest. That is what, you know, they announced it. But if you go to the history of WWE.com, it says that Piper defeated uh, Tonga Kid by disqualification. I'm, I'm going to go with that it was a no contest. That's what I'm going to go with, so... If you wanna, if you wanna go for no contest, you can do that. If you don't, 
I'm absolutely fine with that as well. Now we go to our final match, and it's back to the garden where it is tag team action. Look at that. We started with a tag team match, and we end with a tag team match. It is Rowdy Rowdy Piper and Cowboy Bob Orton going up against Jimmy Snuka and the Tonga Kid. And at this point, you know, Vince, or not Vince, Gene Oakland, he's given up on Roddy Piper. You know, he's he has tried to stay, un, you know, he's tried to stay calling down the middle, and he's just like, you know what, I've had it up to here. In the words of Jesse Ventura, Roddy Piper, give me a break. So we have this tag match, and Snooka and the Tonga Kid, they are on the offensive early on in this match. And it's to the point where, you know, Orton wants a tag for Piper, but Piper he just doesn't want to come in the ring. He's, you know, he's not quite ready to come in the ring yet. Um... So they continue to beat up on Orton, and then Piper begrudgingly makes the tag into the end of the match. And, you know, he faces off with Snooka. Snooka gets the advantage again. And then eventually, Piper and Orton do take advantage over the Tonga Kid. And, you know, they are doing everything they can to, to win this match. They just, you know, aren't able to do it at this point in time. So, eventually, you know, the tag is made to the Tonga Kid. And, you know, it becomes another, you know, pair six brawl. It becomes another fight. And they are just going at each other. And it gets to the point where the referee gets knocked down by both teams. The bell is called and you know referees just basically had it it is a fight uh even though they do not show or they don't announce what the official decision of the match was it did end up being called a no contest and that is the end of rowdy rowdy piper's greatest hits but Hold on, folks, because we got three new videos on the way from Coliseum Video. The best of the WWF Volume 4 featuring Andre the Giant and Big John Studd inside a steel cage. We have a 20-man battle royal and World Wrestling Federation chump, oops, I mean champ, Hulk Hogan, and teams up with Superfly Jimmy Snooker to take on the magnificent Morocco and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff and more. Then we have an entire video dedicated to the managers of wrestling. We got the Grand Wizard, Classy Freddie Blassie, Captain Lou Albano, Mr. Fuji, Bobby the Brain Heenan, so many more managers. And finally, we get Wrestling's Country Boys, a videotape all about Hillbilly Jim, Uncle Elmer, and Cousin Luke. And that does it for the videotape. So what did I think about Roddy Roddy Piper's Greatest Hits? This is, from beginning to end, a fun videotape. 
Uh, I know this is on the network, on the WWE Network. But this is a fun videotape from beginning to end. If you are a diehard Rowdy Roddy Piper fan, this is worth the watch if you've never seen it before. Uh, if you have seen it, I'd recommend you watch it again because this is really, really good stuff. It's Piper at his best, um, would be the best way to put it. And you really get to see why Roddy Roddy Piper, not only is he such a great heel, but he's so over. It is absolutely amazing. And some of the stuff is very memorable. Uh, you know, the, the Pipers play with Frank Frankie Williams, uh, the coconut incident with Jimmy Snuka, the whole build-up to WrestleMania. It's just really good, very good way of presenting Rowdy Roddy Piper as this antagonist that you just love to hate. And that's how I look at this videotape. It is a really, really great tape. Uh, if you can find it on eBay, I say go get it. And if not, like I said just a moment ago, it is up on the WWE Network. So next time on Coliseum Corner, it is Volume 3 of the Best of the World Wrestling Federation with such matches. Uh, we get the British Bulldogs. We're going to get the British Bulldogs on this tape. We get a 20-man over-the-top rope battle royal and I'm, you know, normally, folks, when I do these kind of shows, I try not to say right off, you know, at the end of it, if I think it's going to be a good tape or if it's not going to be a good tape. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be a great tape to for me to review. Um, because you got the Bulldogs, you got this battle royal with with a who's who of legends, Hall of Famers, champions, you pretty much anybody who is anybody in 84 that's in the WWF is in that battle royal. I just can't wait to talk about it. So that's going to do it for this edition of Coliseum Corner. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Rowdy Roddy Piper's Greatest Hits. And until next time, I am Bill Yankovi, and you've been listening to Coliseum Corner.